Welcome on in to the Sports on Tap Seattle podcast. We are the Sports on Tap Seattle brothers. I'm Sammy on Tap. And I'm George on Tap. And I might have had that intro goal for a double loop. So sorry for those listening that heard a double loop before we started talking. <laughs> uh, but here we are. Geno Smith Science. It's been a while since we've done a podcast, George. Not a while, but it's been like two weeks uh, after two or three weeks. The Before Mariner season, we don't have an NBA team after Seahawks season. There's always kind of a dead period. And, you know, we've been working on some new versions of the show and whatnot. And then, boom, we get hit with Geno Smith signing today. And here we are, uh, the quarterback of the future for three years, two years, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, at least for two years, I think, or at least one year, depending on, I mean, we don't really know the exact details to the contract yet, right? We don't know if, you know, is there a cap hit if he does has a bad year and you cut him after next year? I mean, the NFL, the contracts are so, so, so complicated sometimes to really figure out. But we know at least next year he's the quarterback and probably 90% sure he's the quarterback the year after. Yeah, and because you know they're also not paying him thirty-five million a year on average, right? Absolutely. Uh, to only be a mentor, like he's obviously getting paid this to to play <laughs> uh, <laughs> and to play a lot, right? And I don't know, like you said, I don't know the full details of the contract yet. I'm looking up to see if we've missed anything. Obviously, the only thing we know is. Um, the first year could go up to 52 million, which is about half the contract, almost exactly half the contract. So it sounds like that'd probably be a for cap reasons. So to probably, say, maybe. yes. Um, but I guess I'm going to do some research as we're talking. Uh, obviously, a quicker podcast today, just talking about this. And I just wanted to see if something I'm finding here that's, uh, that I don't know about the contract. But first and foremost, you know, it's it's thirty five million dollars a year, which is where uh, exact amount of a Kirk Cousins, Jared Goss at like thirty three point five million a year, and we know they Derek Card signed for thirty seven and a half million a year. For me, George, even though it is a lot, it sounds like a crap ton of money, which it is, and it might be a little bit of an overpay. It's what the market asks for, right? Yeah, I mean, we just got a text from a good friend of ours uh, who asked, is it fair price is, or is it market price or overpay? And I mean, that's a great way to look at it. And I think just what you just said, it's market price. Like this is the market price for a good starting quarterback in the NFL. Plain and simple. Yeah. And, you know, I think fair and market price could be two different things. Is it fair? <laughs> It might be a little bit more fair on the Geno Smith side than for the Seahawks side. Right. But like you said, it's market price. Like. You know, I'm sure the uh, I'm sure the Saints would have preferred to not pay, um, not pay Derek Carr 37 million a year. They'd prefer to pay him like any other team, 25 or 20. Obviously, every team prefers to pay less. But when you have a market, you have a market. You know, Derek Carr is not going to go out there and take less than Kirk Cousins did a couple of years ago. Like that's just not that's just how it works in football, right? Uh, Derek mm-hmm. Carr is probably at that same level of it. Geno Smith. Kirk Cousins, Jared Goff. Well, you know, in all honesty, Geno Smith's been doing it less years than all those guys. So it's he got a little less than Derek Carr and the same amount as Kirk Cousins and a little more than Jared Goff, who will probably make more than him in the next couple of years because he's younger. So 
That's yeah. what that's the reality of market price sometimes. Yeah, I mean, you don't go to a like butcher, right? We we there's a butcher we go to here in uh, Phoenix, and it's like twenty nine ninety nine for a really good ribeye, and that's just the market price. Like, you want to go get a bad ribeye and pay thirteen bucks? Be my guest, and that's kind of the thing with Geno Smith as a quarterback. You know, you want you're paying for a good quarterback. You're not paying for Wagyu. We're not paying for Patrick Mahomes here, but we're paying for a very nice, good piece right like in a good quarterback so that's how i look at things like your market price you might not want to pay i don't want to pay 30 bucks for a ribeye right i'd rather pay 15 but i'm gonna also get get what i pay for and we're, we're paying for a good quarterback and we get a good quarterback yeah and I, I think that's the only fair way to look at it now i guess for me sammy speaking here but i wonder if people always can tell the difference between our voice by the way george i don't know yeah when there's no video yeah, I don't know. That's a good. That's a good question. And the funny thing about this is, like, we have no video today. But even, but anyway, we don't ever say like Sammy here on the podcast for the people who are listening to audio only. But now today, since we aren't on video, I feel like we need to say that. Yeah, but but when people, yeah, when most people listen on podcasts over like YouTube, so it's like they usually just hear our voices. I just really wonder if they know. Like, it, we are brothers. This is not like you know jim and 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 frank and frank who have different parents different voices completely right we, we're brothers so i don't know <laughs> I, I was thinking though like yeah, this is sammy's point here is they you can't sit there and say it's too much because yet you can say it feels like too much but if we're being honest when it comes to market value and price like i just thought about this like in my head why would Geno Smith take anything less than Kirk Cousins, Jared Goff, Derek Carr range? Like, in what world would he do that after the year he had? He was a comeback player of the year. He led the NFL in completion percentage. They went to the playoffs. Meanwhile, the guy they traded, Russell Wilson, was on like a four-win Denver Broncos team and played like absolute dog shit. He's 32 years old, so three contract, three-year contract pretty much takes him to the age that Russell Wilson's at now. And now you're out of his. Now you're out of Geno Smith at that 35 year old range, which is probably a good idea. There's no realistic reason why you wouldn't have to, or want to pay a guy like Geno Smith, $35 million a year, unless you are trying to tank. And the Seahawks are obviously, we thought they were last year. They're obviously not trying to tank. So yes, you pay him Kirk cousins, Jared Goff, Derek Carr money. There's, there's a reason the saints who are, didn't make the playoffs, right? They were worse than the Seahawks last year. There's a reason they went ahead and got, paid a quarterback $37 million a year because you need that to make a playoff run. Simply said. Right. So, I mean, here, I've just got the list of quarterbacks in front of me, like highest paid, and it's Aaron Rodgers, $50 million a year, Russell Wilson, 49 Kyler Murray, 46 Deshaun, 46 Mahomes, 45 Josh Allen, 43 Stafford, 40 Prescott, 40 Kirk Cousins was on a one-year $35 million deal. So that puts like then Jared Goff, 33 and a half. Derek Carr now jumps over Kirk. So we're talking like he, Gino's about the 11th or 12th highest paid quarterback in the NFL. And last Perfect. year, according to P yeah, and according <laughs> to PFF last year, maybe he had a better year than, you know, you, he anticipated or he'll ever have again. But he was at the sixth highest rated quarterback according to PFF last year. Do I expect that to happen every year no but if he's the 11th or 12th best quarterback in nfl and we're paying him like the 11th or 12th highest paid quarterback in nfl fantastic perfect yeah you know i think what's interesting here is obviously um we're gonna talk about uh you know does this still mean they draft a young quarterback and what are we gonna do in the draft what does this mean for 
everything in general, right? Absolutely. But before I move on from this thought, you said something that really struck me, right? Which was, yes. if he plays at X level, whatever that is, right? You said if he plays at the 11-13, what number, like, like, let me just break this down for a second. He played in the NFL for 10 years, right? In 10 seasons, he made $8 million, okay? Mm -hmm. We are paying him four times his career earnings just next year. So happy for him, just well, want to point that out. Right. Yeah. His well, we're talking about his salary earnings. Technically, his career earnings 17 million with incentive this year. Cause because this year he hit his 3.5 million dollars incentive. There's other years he could get a couple hundred thousand, right? But it, his his salary, let's say, just his flat salary was eight million signing bonus, three million. If you took away this year's incentive where he made the playoffs and broke those numbers, which the Seahawks were probably shocked they paid him 3.5 million in incentives yeah. this year. Uh, at before last year's career earnings was ten million dollars, and then without the incentives, it would have been four. I mean, or I mean, fourteen. It's at seventeen. So technically, sorry, we're paying him double his career earnings in total with signing bonuses, incentives, workout bonuses. We're paying him double his career earnings in one season. What number or what number quarterback in the league or what type of play? makes that a good versus bad contract. There's got to be somewhere like a top like half. If, he, if he's a 15th best quarterback and then if are you happy with 35 million? Yeah, top half. I mean, I don't know if I'm like top half quarterbacks in the NFL. That's the best way to look at it. Like uh, if he's like, are you happy with a, like a Baker Mayfield on the Brown season, which he was probably like the 15th best quarterback in the NFL that year when they made the playoffs? Yeah, that was for what, like, yeah, for a year, sure. That I'd be yeah, okay I'm not with it. About the totality We're not, of the contract right now. Yeah, I'm talking I mean, about next I, year. I, yeah, like, yeah, next year. Yeah, I'd be fine with that. I'm not like, I wouldn't be doing backflips, but I'm like, I'm happy, <laughs> right? It's better than having, oh, okay, cool. We got a second round pick and he's the 27th best quarterback, but we don't pay him anything. Like, all right, I and mean, we're also not going to win anything. <laughs> so, yeah. So, like, I, I think this team is built on defense, running the ball ball control, making good decisions. Gino was a very good decision maker last year. We have a stable organization. If he's the 15th best quarterback, which I think he's going to be better than the 15th best quarterback, that means we're a playoff team. Yeah. And I mean, the team's only getting better. Now, I think also the beauty of it, because sometimes when you pay a quarterback or slightly overpay, which the reality is, George, you always have to overpay your quarterback, right? The only quarterback that I would say right now that like might be fucking underpaid is like Patrick Mahomes because he took signed such a long term deal that his fifty million in five years might have actually been seventy if he waited. But yep. he might be the only person right now in the NFL you could ever or maybe ever him and Tom Brady the only two people you'll ever say were underpaid. But real realistically, if I told you Jared Goff makes thirty-two million a year, which he does, it's like, damn, that's a lot of money. Like, it always feels like an overpay because quarterbacks get paid quarterback money. But very, the very, very true. Huge cap space. They were top seven or top six, I believe, in cap space for this season. Sounds like they're front-loading a lot of the money for this. If with incentives this year, um, we have great draft capital. We have a lot of young players on the team. We already paid Jamal Adams, uh, Quandre Diggs. Uh, Tyler Lockett's under contract. I don't know for how long, but he's been paid. I think we did. We sign DK. We haven't signed DK. No, we did. I, no, we did. We signed DK to a very good contract. Yeah, 
We signed DK in the offseason. Sorry, he signed the uh uh what was it? Why am I blanking on this? I know we signed him. Oh, right? no, you, you almost like made me blank from your blanking. You know what? Yeah, someone, signed the, he, he signed through 2025 now. He gets 13 and 18 million next year. Yeah, we did. Okay. Three years, 72 million. I remember it now. Uh so we've signed a lot of our big names, right? Like now we're gonna have to probably sign, you know, Charles Cross is gonna be good in two years. For, for contract, all the Woolen's going to be looking for money, and but th- that's still two, three years away. We really have with the fifth pick this year, and all the picks we have throughout the draft, or if we trade the fifth pick and pick up a bunch of pieces, this is still a Super Bowl contention team, even with the expensive quarterback. Now, usually, I say usually you want to be on that rookie deal when you win, right, for a quarterback, but we had so much money cleared up that there is a shot if you do the exact right thing in terms of the draft, fixing the defensive line, fixing the offensive line, maybe, you know, signing a couple of veteran pieces. There's a shot for this team. Not if Gino plays like a top half quarterback, sorry, let me make sure I say that. If he plays like a top half quarterback, do we do have a decent shot at being a Super Bowl contender? Okay. Uh, here's the thing. Let's say Gino Smith, let's just say Aaron Rodgers, sorry, doesn't play for the Packers next year, whether that's retirement or he moves to the AFC. Uh, Kyler Murray for the Cardinals is hurt. He's going to be out part of the season. Um, here are the quarterbacks in the NFC that we could say could be better or around Gino's love. Matt Stafford, Dak Prescott, Kirk Cousins, Jared Goff, Derek Carr, Geno Smith. Those are the best quarterbacks in the NFC. Um, and, he's actually coming off surgery. I was going to say Brock Purdy, potentially, the way he played this year. Also, played, We also I mean, don't know who their quarterback's going to be. Yeah, so yeah. you're right. Because well, he, he got hurt. Yeah. yeah. Good. If he didn't and, get and, hurt, he was on that list. And Murray, yeah. and, and Murray got hurt. Like, There's a lot of hurt. This is a good year for, like, not for injuries. There's no good year for injuries. Yeah, good that, year was a, that was about to, to be a take, fucked up statement. <laughs> yeah, it's a good year to uh, try to take advantage of the circumstances because Stafford's coming off an injury too and see if we can make it that run to the Super Bowl. Um, this draft is going to be really, really important. Yeah. I mean, uh, you gotta, whether it's, you know, whether it's fair or not, you gotta admit, like you said, this is a, t- especially in the NFC West, probably the toughest division in terms of organizations, quarterbacks, coaches, right? I mean, uh, obviously the Cardinals are probably lower on that list, but they do have a quarterback at least, but, who's, but he's hurt. Um, and then the other coaches, I mean, Pete Carroll, Shanahan and McVay, I mean, it's a stacked division. The teams that have all seen recent success, right? Mm-hmm. We, like you said, we have an injured Kyler Murray. We have a Matthew Stafford who, I mean, quite frankly, had that elbow surgery last year, ended up being like bench time or not playing most of the season. And that team, is getting rid of Jalen Ramsey. They got rid of Bobby Wagner. They might be in a slight. Don't be shocked if Matt Stafford gets moved, maybe, or I don't know. I don't know what's happening there, to be honest. And 49ers hurt quarterback situation. Who knows what they're gonna have to do? Are they gonna have to like buy like be pulling teeth for them, but sign Jimmy Garoppolo to a one year again? <laughs> like who, <laughs> no one knows what they're gonna do, right? Like I know it's their least favorite thing because they've said we're gonna move off of them publicly like seven times. But this whole division's confused right now, I think, outside the Seahawks. So the only team that that is moving forward in the right direction while also being fine this year, right? 49ers are moving in the right direction, but there's a lot of question marks for this coming year for them. 
The Seahawks don't have question marks this year because of outside of linebacker, maybe because of the Jordan Brooks injury, but you have the quarterback, you have the coach, you have a, you have a lot of the pieces, you know, and the draft capital. We're the only team in the NFC West I feel like is a hundred percent clear going into this season. If you know what I mean, like clear of mind of what we're doing exactly and who we're going with. Yeah, we have a very, very, I mean, this is, yeah, uh, you're absolutely right. Just Stability, have, I guess. I don't know what yeah, it is. But. We have the blueprint and we don't have the injuries. Hopefully we continue not to have the injuries um, yeah. to <laughs> actually um, kind of go through with our blueprint and try to actually like capitalize on it and actually go through with it and, you know, go through all the steps and capitalize off the blueprint. Yeah. And, you know, I think that's a, uh... I think it's a good time to kind of ask the question too, is like now what for the draft? There was a lot of talk about Anthony Richardson from Florida and a lot of Pete Carroll quotes or Anthony Richardson even was like, you know, Oh, when I met Pete Carroll, there's so much good energy, the smile, like the, the way that they Sammy, treated me. Sammy, is there anything more of it or no, is there anything more Seahawk than re-signing Geno Smith and then using the fifth pick on the draft on a quarterback? Well, I'm wondering if they're trying <laughs> to just bump the draft stock. It's, there's nothing more Seahawk than doing that. But you got to know, too, Pete Carroll literally two days ago was like, you know, uh, it's a rare position to be in when you get the fifth pick when it comes to quarterbacks and the draft, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, dude, what, what are like are they just trying to boost this, this pickup so much that they get like two first round picks for it or like, what? that could what, be what, very like, possible. Um, maybe they're just trying to yeah, get, cause but, maybe they don't want the fifth pick. Or my, my question for you is, would you be against them taking a quarterback? Like Anthony Richardson, supposedly a project, right? Do you yeah, know? I don't, need a, I don't want a project right now. Not, not with the fifth pick. Not with our, a quarterback. Not with the defense we have. Like, let's go for it. Like, why? Like that yeah. fifth pick could be a really key player. You know, I, I I've changed my mind. Like what you just said. Why don't we just go for it? Go fucking get Jalen Carter. Okay, maybe not Jalen Carter. He might be in like jail. I don't know. But like Jalen Carter, mm-hmm. Will Anderson, whoever's available at that yep. pick. And if not, fucking trade back. Get the eighth pick and two second rounders, or eighth pick in the next year's first. Um, and go for it. Get the guys you need. Get another corner. Get a third receiver. Get a new center. We need a linebacker, some edge rushers. Like, get a mix of these guys. Make a couple moves. Like, give Bobby Wagner a one-year deal. Fill it up for Jordan Brooks while he's hurt. Uh, get that corner. Get these guys we need. And go for it. Because you know what actually is interesting about this fact, George, that nobody, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of teams we're talking about when it comes to quarterbacks, right? Right. Just hear me out. This might be a little long-winded or because I'm trying to explain it, but I'm looking at a lot of teams that have recently rebuilt. The Seahawks were allegedly rebuilding, but it did it in the same offseason. It wasn't a quarterback they drafted. It was a guy they've had as a backup. You had the Lions last year have this amazing like kind of rebuild situation with a guy they traded for and Jared Goff. You had the Rams win a Super Bowl a year and a half ago off a guy they traded for. Um, the Buccaneers were a team that you know, they got a guy in free agency and Tom Brady, um, the saints. Now, instead of trying to go draft a guy, they just signed their guy. A lot of these good teams, maybe with the, like, you know, there's the exception of the guys that hit, but none of them were these first round guys recently. Like, mm-hmm. you know, Brock Purdy was a six round pick. Jalen hurts was a late round pick. I'm just talking about last like two or three years. Forget the Mahomes burrow. I'm just talking about like this last year or two, the teams that made it deep in the playoffs for guys that were late round picks. Or there's been a lot of guys that were moving teams, uh, 
new chances like the Matt Stafford, Jared Goffs, Geno Smith of the world, there hasn't been as many. Like, there's obviously the Trevor Lawrence, Justin Herberts of the world, right? But those are like the number one like guys. Like, yeah, I was gonna, I, I was gonna go with guys. you. I, w- I want to kind of like piggyback off your statement there, and I think it's is important. Is this an agreement to keep or right. disagreement? Type of this is a, this is a, this is an agreement type of thing. But there's not that many Trevor Lawrence Justin Herbert coming out of the draft. I was gonna say is I feel like with the quarterbacks of the draft, you either got to get someone in the top ten, and but those people from like ten to thirty. Other than like Lamar Jackson, which is a couple multiple years ago now, don't haven't really been hitting as often. Like go through it. Like Buffalo Bills, that was a top ten pick. Dolphins top ten pick. Patriots, Mac Jones, they were already thinking moving off him. He was like the sixteenth pick of a draft. Like those sixteenth. Zach Wilson used the second pick, but he's a, like that just didn't work out. But I don't think there's many guys. Now, one guy you can keep in mind, Kenny Pickett. He looks like he could work in Pittsburgh. But, and I'm just saying in general well, what that. He was like the 24th, I think, pick of the draft or 20th. something like that. Okay. 20. But, but there's still, I'm just but talking that's about these rare. top five guys. I'm talking about these top five guys in the last couple of years, too. I mean, the, Trevor Lawrence. Like, I mean, Justin Herbert, I think, was even the fifth, sixth, was yeah. sixth pick. Okay, it's Justin Herbert and, and, and Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow. But then you look a lot of these teams that rebuilt were off of trading for quarterbacks. Now, it might be good quarterbacks still, like Matt Stafford and Jared mm-hmm. Goff, who were number one picks, but. It wasn't off of you tanking for the number one pick or tanking for a top three pick um, every time it's working. There's a lot of teams that saw success with late round picks or traded for quarterbacks. Yeah. Totally. So maybe the Seahawks are doing it right. Maybe they're like, forget this top five pick using it on the quarterback. Like we found Gino for the next three years and maybe we'll find that next guy, the next Baker Mayfield project, the next, you know, Gino Smith project. Can you the please next- stop mentioning sure. Baker Mayfield for me, though, please? I, <laughs> I'm joking. He's going to get a job. Baby. I know he is going to, well, yeah. Because he's going to be the best backup in the NFL. Oh, absolutely. I think I could say you could see him as a good backup. Him and Jameis, man, those are just two guys me and you haven't hit on. Yeah, I mean, Baker probably, I would say, has a little bit of more better career than Jameis, I don't know. Oh, absolutely. And probably has a better better shot at uh, having a starting job. Like, if Carolina doesn't figure Paul. out what they're doing, they might bring him back. Or, or not Carolina, sorry. I mean, like, uh, if Carolina, LA is doing a rebuild, yeah. sorry, if LA is doing a rebuild, let's say they got rid of Matt Stafford, they might bring Baker Mayfield and try him out as a cheap project for a couple of years, see if they can yeah. rebuild him. You never know. Speaking of the they looked, Panthers, looked okay what, on, on them. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but speaking of the Panthers, like that's a team we should keep in mind. Maybe we can bait them into trading for that fifth pick and get some stuff. Like they have the ninth pick, but that might not be good enough to get a quarterback. They have no quarterback. If we can turn our fifth pick into like the ninth pick and then the ninth pick in the second round, for example, or something what do you like mean, that, George? You know? Carolina, they love having Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, Teddy <laughs> Bridgewater, uh, Josh Rosen. They need it, to just it, go get – they're going to sign Jameis Winston. Duh. That's their next one. Oh, my God. Yeah, Jameis Winston is going to tr- attempt to be at every single AFC South team. And another team – I mean, the AFC South quarterback situation, another in the Saints. So oh, yeah, Falcons kinda, don't have anyone. Desmond Ritter yeah, is not the guy. He, he doesn't seem like the guy. So that's another team we can bait into trying to trade with us. So th- we have some teams behind us with the eighth – and ninth pick that might really want to, you know, hit us up and try to move up, or maybe the Jets at 13. Uh, I think the Jets are either going to just stick with Zach Wilson or get like Garoppolo, Rogers, whoever's free. Yeah, I can't see them going on a top 10, top five quarterback pick mm-hmm. again. That, that would seem a little crazy and like 
every other year. <laughs> yeah, that, but if there's any team that would do it, it is the New York Jets. Yeah, or the Seahawks who would use the pick oh. for a quarterback and would be like, "What the fuck's going on?" Yeah, that, that which do not underestimate that likelihood. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess we're not going quarterback now, but I wouldn't be shocked if we take one at some point in the draft as well. Yeah, no, no, maybe second round, third round, fourth round, project, yeah. project, project, guys. All right, yeah. Uh, I think that's all I got today. It was just, a, I mean, like uh, we did not prep anything for this podcast. We're just talking about Geno Smith signing. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, you agree. Oh yeah, I mean, we 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 had to do it on a whim. We couldn't prep for it because we didn't know he was going to sign. Yeah. Well, here we are. Much love, good guess. Uh, some updates um, for those that listen to the pod. We should be back on a regular weekly schedule, if not maybe sometimes more than once a week when seasons are now the Mariners are starting. Uh, so stay tuned. We'll be back on a more regular schedule now. And uh, for those that are listening, you might have discovered us on. Uh, Seahawks on tap podcast, or we have a Mariners on tap. Uh, we separate the podcast by Seahawks and Mariners, but we also have the sports on tap Seattle podcast, which you're always going to hear us call it by that name. That's our podcast for all Seattle sports combined. So if you like all Seattle sports, make sure you check us out at sports on tap Seattle and at Sant Seattle, S O N T Seattle on all social media. And you'll Love find it. our other pages there like Mariners on tap, Seahawks on tap, et cetera, et cetera. So, uh, just making sure we separate those things out, like you guys know. And uh, man, uh, man, oh man, George, we have a Mariner <laughs> starting soon, and Geno Smith signs a hundred and five million dollar contract. I, I wish I could sign just a contract that looks like that. I know, same here, man. <laughs> Wouldn't be too shabby. No, it would not under any circumstance. But good thing he didn't write back. But he got to sign at least sign that contract, right? He sure did. Good for him. Honestly. I'm so happy for him. Me too. All right. All love to y'all. And uh, we'll be back soon. This is the Sports on Tap Seattle podcast. And you know what we like to say, George. Yeah. Thanks for stopping by. Peace.